Good morning, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. We're in uh, Yuma, chapter uh, chapter five. We're in the top of page fifty-six. But let's let's continue to understand this. The, the review the uh, bottom of fifty-five B. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Huda argues with the rabbis and said that in the boxes where a person placed their money in the base of Migdash, he had like pushkas, he had 13 pushkas. He says, you only place it for voluntary uh, dove uh, or, or turtle dove offerings because they're all, um, they're all offered as a burnt offering, but not for your obligatory uh, set. A woman who, um, after she gives a childbirth, after you know, after she gives birth, and Zava, uh, the others, so they have to bring a set, one sin offering and one and one bird offering. So he says, you're not allowed to that. They did not have why. The mother tries to understand the reasoning behind Rabbi Yehuda, and he said the reason is because we're worried that what if one of the people who placed their money there dies. And therefore now, if the owner is dead, you can, can no longer offer their bird as a sacrifice. A sin offering, an owner of a sin offering. And if the owner dies, you can't offer, you can't offer it as a sacrifice. And now it's all mixed in with everything else, with all the other money. So your mother says, okay, why don't you just take four zuzi and separate it and say, this is the money that that person who died put in and all the other money is for everyone else who's alive, who's obligated, and will we'll continue and buy the birds and offer the birds, uh, you know, the doves and the turtle doves. The mother says, Rabbi Yehuda does not hold of bread. He says, where do we know Rabbi Yehuda? No, Rabbi Yehuda says he doesn't hold of the concept that you can clarify retroactively that this money that I took out belongs actually to the person who died. That's his money. Where do we know this from? Because we learned in the Mishnah, let's start three lines from the bottom and 55b. If someone buys, if someone buys wine from a non-Jew right before Shabbos, he doesn't have time to tithe, to separate the trumas and the tithing. So what does he do? He stands. He says, I will, I will after Shabbos, from the leftovers, whatever I don't use in the wine, I'm going to take two lugin, I'm going to take the truma. I'm going to give to the koya. And then asada then 10% is my addition to the levy. Tisha, what's left after the 10%, after you remove the 10%, so 9%, and now we're on the top of page 56a, what's left from the, which is now 10% of what's left, so it's 9% from the original, is my sheni. That's the part I'm going to take up to Yerushalayim. I have to eat, eat and drink Yerushalayim. Umechel and you, you substitute it. You, you make it chulin. You transfer the holiness. You transfer the holiness into some money. <coughs> and then I can go ahead and use it for Shabbos. You're not allowed to before you tithe. You're not allowed to drink from it. But I did all the tithing, even though physically I didn't do anything. I'm just saying that the, the, that I will eventually after Shabbos. I'll take from the leftovers and I'll separate. So Rabbi Meir said, that's okay. You can do that. Rabbi Huda, we continue in 56b in the top. Yes, because he will. He will separate. Before he even separates? Before he separates. Yeah, just by saying and designating. 
He's saying precisely this two lugan I'm going to give to the koyin after Shabbos. What's left over? I'm not going to drink the whole wine. I'm going to leave. He's saying I'm going to do a mitzvah, but, I, but, but who knows that tomorrow I'll be able to get to do that mitzvah. So he says I'm, I'm going to leave wine there, and the wine that I leave, I'm going to give two lugan to the koyin. Ten percent I'm going to give to the levy. 10% of what's so left over. That's enough. That's enough. And okay. later on, after Shabbos, you go ahead and, and, and you... That's fine. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Shimon, we continue on 56B, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Shimon argue. Oh, Yisrael, they say you're not allowed to. It doesn't work. Why? Because they hold, Amma we see, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Eim That must be the reasoning. Because he holds, he can't go after Shabbos and say, when I separated after Shabbos, and so now I clarify retroactively that the wine that I drank on Shabbos was the okay wine. <coughs> and the wine that I left over and I separated after Shabbos, that's the wine that initially I had in mind and separated. It doesn't work. It doesn't work retroactively. You don't hold of this concept that retroactively you can... So we see clearly that Abhuda holds, there's no such thing as retroactive. That's where he holds. You're not allowed to make a pushka for people to drop in their funds to, for the Kayan to purchase for them the doves and the turtle doves to offer the set, the, the, the burnt offering, one, one dove as a burnt offering or one dove as a, as a or, or one turtle dove as a burnt offering or one dove a turtle dove as a sin offering because what if someone dies? We heard announcement, he's dying, he's dead, he's dead. Now his money is mixed in together and that money is not kosher, I can't use that money but it's all mixed together. So what's the big deal? Just take out some money and say that this is retroactive. This is the money that he put in. Rabbi Huda doesn't hold of that concept. Their rabbis hold of that concept. Therefore, they say you could make a pushka to put the kinnan in and drop it in there, the money, and the koyin will take care of it for you. Rabbi Huda says he can't. So that's the proof. Rabbi Huda doesn't hold the bredas. So you might ask, wait a minute, Mimai, this is not a proof. How do you know this? Dilma, perhaps, there's a different reason why Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yisrael Shimon are against. Right. Say you can't drink from that wine or Shabbos unless you physically separate the truma and physically separate the maizah, and the first maizah and then the second title. Dilma, perhaps, shiny awesome, there's different. Like he gives the reasoning. They said, don't you admit what if, like Phil was saying earlier, what if something happens? <laughs> what if the barrel is a split and the yeah. wine spills out? Right. So I never, I never get, I never had a chance to tithe and to give right. truma. So then retroactively, I ate tevel, and you lose your life if you eat tevel yeah. in the hands right. of heaven. Yeah. Okay. When, when the wine spills, then I worry about it. I'm not worried. You don't have to sit and worry. Maybe something is going to happen. You don't have to be a, a worry wart. You don't have yeah. to sit and worry. So that's the reasoning. In other words, really, they do hold the Breda. Maybe he does hold Breda. Maybe Rabbi Huda does hold the concept of retroactive. The problem is, if it spills, you can't, there's no retroactive. You never get a chance after Shabbos to separate the tithing. So I think they're saying here that maybe the, the, when the barrel split, it completely... We know Rabbi Huda doesn't hold the concept of Breda. Elim, the Tani Ayoy. Ayoy learn the Tani Ayoy. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, A person cannot, let's say Shabbos. Shabbos, you have your quarantine. You're not allowed to go more than 3,000 feet out of the city. But you hear there's a great speaker coming. You hear there's, there's, there's two great speakers coming. And you know what? You say, you know what? I want to wait till the morning of Shabbos. I'll wake up. I'll make a decision then. Do I want to hear this speaker or do I want to hear the other speaker? But the problem is this speaker is on this side of the town. The other speaker is on the other side of the town. So I'll make a tchum. I'll put two tchum Shabbos. I'll make, a, I'll make put, put two eruv, eruv in. And then I'll choose, in the morning, I'll choose which one I'm going to activate. The Buddha says he can't do that. 
You can't do that. Only if there's only one speaker coming. I'm just not sure. When Shabbos comes in, I'm not sure which side is coming. I'm only going to learn that information tomorrow. So then I put two Tchum Shabbos, two Eidavit Tchumin. And then in the morning, whichever one it is, that's the one that I had in mind. When we ask, we question, what's the difference? In concept, what's the difference? Either you hold of, of um, Bereda, that you can clarify on Shabbos, and therefore it's, it clarifies retroactively that, that before Shabbos, uh, before Shabbos, when Shabbos entered, you, you activated the proper Tchum Shabbos, the proper side. Or not? So what difference does it make if it's two? If it's two people, two speakers coming from this end, and you want to decide in the morning, or one person is coming and you don't know, what difference does it make? It's, it shouldn't work. So we have Avin, but we question Maishna. We wondered Maishna, what's the difference? Why? Because they embedded. So the Mizrach might have not be embedded. What difference? Rabbi explained. We're talking about the wise man came before Shabbos. He, he know, the wise man is there. He, you don't know. <coughs> Can I get you some water? I'm fine. So when Shabbos, thank you. When Shabbos come, he came in, when Shabbos came in, he was already there. I just didn't have the information. So it's not after retroactively. I just, uh, ignorance. So whatever, so what I'm saying, whichever aid of I make, this one doesn't count. This count that. And whatever the Chacham is, that's the one that I have in mind, and that's my Eid of Tchum. Okay, so we see clearly Rabbi Huda holds in principle, but if the Chacham doesn't come, even if it's one Chacham, Rabbi Huda holds the same thing, Eim it won't work. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Huda, Eim But he said, according to Rabbi Huda, there's no Breda, Haksiva, Islay. But Rabbi Huda holds. We said earlier, he says, you write on every box, the 13 boxes, and you write on every box what the purpose of the box is. Mm-hmm. So why does Rabbi Yehud hold by Yom Kippur? You only have one base where you put either the blood of the goat or the blood of the, of the bull because mm. he's worried. You're going to come to mix it up. What's the problem? Just write. Put on the base. Write. With letters, this is the bull, and this is for the goat. <coughs> Put two two bases, but and write on it so you won't you won't come to confuse it, you won't mix it up. Everything has to be in the proper order. So you have to take first do the blood of the bull, and then do the blood of the goat. So what's the problem? Since he's weak, he's fasting and he's working so hard. He doesn't have the head to read. He won't read. He won't. He won't even pay attention. He won't see it. If you don't, if you don't say so, even without writing, <coughs> the Kayan God should be able to distinguish between the blood of the bull and the blood of the of the goat. Why? A bull is a huge animal. There's a lot of blood. Yeah. A goat is a little goat, a tiny little goat. So how much blood is there? So he can't distinguish. So obviously, because the Kohen Gadol is distracted, he's, he's, he's hungry and he's, he hasn't slept all night and he's working nonstop and he's fasting and 
it's so much that that he won't he won't make that distinction. So even if you write, it's not going to help. Even if you write bold letters, this is the bold. You're still going to come to confusion. If you're going to say maybe they don't receive the whole blood, so therefore the blood, the amount of the blood is the same. It's not true. said, the one who slaughters, you have to receive all the blood. says, the entire blood of the bull Yishpech. He says in his beach, you should pour on the foundation of the altar. If you're going to say, even even if something spilled out from the blood. Nevertheless, you can still make a distinction. The blood of the bull, remember we learned earlier, the blood of the bull is very red. Right? It matches the red string, the red string that they tied around. It's very, very red. In comparison, the blood of the goat is white, is whiter in comparison to the blood of the bull. So, so lighter. So you can see a distinction. He's not paying attention. He doesn't have the head for it, the headspace for it. So therefore, writing won't help you. That's why the whole his opinion is you only have one base, so you can't confuse. He takes one and then he puts puts down the other, so he knows exactly which is which. There's no there's no confusion. One's the Gemara says, "Ahu denachas kamidarav atana, who is who is who is learning the Mishnah before Rava." And he said, in other words, Anyam Kippur, Anyam Kippur, he was saying the Avaida. He was the Chazan. Anyam Kippur, we don't have a base Hamikdash. What do we do? We we recite the Avaida. What what happened in the base Hamikdash? So he was saying, Yatza, the Kohen Gadol went out of the high of the holy of holies. V'nichen, he plays the blood al kan sheni shebehechel on the second. On the second uh, base of the Hegel, there was there was two holders. Yeah. He put it on the second one. Natal Damapar, he took the the blood of the bull, and he left the Damasoyer. They were both in front of him, the blood of the bull and the blood of the goat. So Amalei, so Rav commented to this person who was this chazan who was reciting the Avoda and Yom Kippur. He says, he says, you're confusing the two opinions. You say, on one hand, you're saying like the rabbis that there were two bases: one for the blood of the bull and one for the blood of the of the goat. On the other hand, you're saying like Rabbi Huda, you're saying that you're saying that he took first. He took first. He took the blood of the bull and then he placed the blood of the soy. That's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. We said there was only one base. So you could only do one at a time. So he took the blood of the bull, and then he, and instead, he put down on that base, right? So he replaced it. He replaced it with the blood of the blood of the goat. Hmm. But according to the rabbis, they were both placed, and then he took the. So he says, Amos, so Therefore, you have to say you should. He amended him. What you have to say is, First, he put down the blood of the goat. After he sprinkled, he went into the Holy of Holies and sprinkled blood. He went out and slaughtered the goat, brought the blood in, and sprinkled the Holy of Holies. And then he placed it of the blood of the goat, and then he took the blood of the bull. Come <coughs> and the rabbis learn. Oh, it says, He sprinkled on the curtain facing the ark in the center. Outside, outside of the curtain, but facing the ark. Thunder the rabbis learn. 
and you should do the same in the tent, in the main room of the tabernacle. What's it coming to teach us? Coming to teach us. Shem Shemazim. Just like he sprinkles Lifnaya Lifnim in the Holy of Holies, Kachmazah, so he sprinkles Beheichal. Ma Lifnaya Lifnim in the main room, just like in the Holy of Holies. Achas Lamaila Veshevelamata, one above, and seven down, downwards. One is palm is facing the floor and he throws up. And the other one, his palm is facing above and he throws downward. And they're all on the floor. They drop on the floor like a row of eight, eight drops. Hmm. So he does the same on the outside, in the main room, in front of the curtain. Not that the blood touches the curtain, just like the ark. It doesn't touch the ark. It doesn't touch. Right. It doesn't. It's a gorgeous curtain. Right, right, exactly. Just in front of the curtain. With the blood of the goat, it says in the pasuk, Hashem dwells with them even in their impurity. Even when Jews are impure, the shechina is with him. This heretic said to Rabbi Chanina, we continue on 57a. Hash the body, now, after the Hashem destroyed the world, buddy, for certain, to me, nothing, you're impure. Hashem despises you. See what it says, to Masa B'Shilah, the Shekhinah is not with you. Your impurity is at the edge of your, of your clothes. Right, the edge of your, edge of your, edge of your skirt. It's, it's visible. So Hashem is no longer with you. Amalei. So he responded, Abachanina responded, Tochazi, take a look, Maxibur says in the Pasuk, Hashem dwells with us, even in our state of impurity. I feel it was mentioned to me, Shkinah is with them. We, we conclude over here. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day.